Hello, this is Pastor Marty Macedo from Fellhopper's Ministries bringing you another podcast from the Pastor's Study. Biblical lessons in the battlefield of life from a retired pastor of 45 years who was saved after serving as a Staff Sergeant Airborne Ranger in Vietnam. My testimony is shared in podcast number one. It is my desire to share with you lessons the Lord has taught me over my years of living as a Christian and serving as a pastor. These podcasts are intended to whet your appetite for further personal Bible study. They'll be short, 15 to 20 minutes, and having your Bible and something to jot down notes might be helpful. If you have any questions, you can contact me by email, masitofhm at gmail.com. That's M-A-S-I-T-T-O-F-H-M for Fellhoppers Ministries at gmail.com. The title of our Bible study today is Why Did Peter's Faith Falter? From Luke chapter 22, verses 31 through 32. In this passage, we find Jesus praying that the apostle Peter's faith would not fail, and it didn't. However, it did falter. What may we learn from Peter's humble experience that will guard us from faltering faith? Well, let's read our two verses, have a word of prayer, and see how we can outline the passage today. Luke chapter 22, beginning at verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to sift you, that he may, excuse me, the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to look into your word today and pray you'd keep us from distraction and pray you would teach us what you desire. For we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Why did Peter's faith falter? You know, we learn in Matthew chapter 26, verse 35, that Peter was willing to die before the Lord before he would deny the Lord. In fact, it says in Luke chapter 26, verse 35, these words, And Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet would I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. And when you take a look at Matthew chapter 26 and you notice verse 70, you'll find a very humbling thing taking place. In verse 70, Peter says this, But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. You'll notice also in verse 72, and again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And then in verse 74, it says, And began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man, and immediately the cock crew. Now, as Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which he said unto him before the cock crew, Thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Here was a man who said, I'm willing to die for you before I will deny you. Verse 35. But he denies him in verse 70, verse 72, verse 74. And he goes out weeping because at this point his faith is not necessarily failing, but his faith is definitely faltering. Now, the word faltering means to start to lose strength or momentum. Now, how did Satan sift Peter as wheat, try to separate Peter from his his testimony for the Savior, try to discourage Peter and have him walk away? 
How did Satan do that? What what were the steps taken that brought Peter to that point where rather than die for the Savior, he actually denied the Savior? Well, when we go back to Luke chapter 22, I think there's three things that we can see, and they're actually what I would consider three steps down, three steps down to cause Peter to falter in his faith. And here's the first step. Peter spent time sleeping when he should have been praying. He spent time sleeping when he should have been praying. When you take a look at chapter 22, beginning at verse 39, and going down to verse 46, you see Jesus in the garden. And Jesus exhorts his disciples there, the apostles, Peter and the others, to pray. Verse 40 says, And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray ye that you enter not into temptation. Jesus also exhorted them in verse 46, and he said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. Now, Jesus didn't only exhort them to pray. Jesus set the example of praying. Look at verse 41. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and knelt down and prayed. And then verse 42, saying, Father, this is Jesus praying, if thou wilt, um, remove this cup from me, nevertheless not my will, but thine be done. And so when we look at this passage of scripture, there's the exhortation to pray, there's the example to pray, but what took place? We'll look at chapter 22, verse 45. And when he rose up from prayer, that is Jesus, and was come to his disciples, Peter being one of them, he found them sleeping for sorrow. Peter spent time sleeping when he should have been praying. And this, I believe, was the first step in Peter's faith faltering. It was the first step in Satan seeking to sift Peter as wheat. Now, we can find the same thing today. There's times for us to pray. There's times for us to sleep. But we find ourselves oftentimes giving more time to sleep than we do prayer. And then what happens? Well, that word temptation, why sleep ye, arise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The other thing that can happen today, I think that's a very big danger, is we can spend more time playing than we do praying. A lot of us would say, well, I really don't have time to pray. But when you really look at your schedule, you'll find yourself on your computer quite a bit and computer games quite a bit and checking emails and looking at news and different things of that nature. And that's not bad to do in itself. But if it's taking us away from prayer, it's going to cause our faith to begin to falter, to start to lose strength or momentum. So Peter spent time sleeping when he should have been praying. Luke 22, verse 45. Now, there's another step, and I think, again, it's a step down, and that is in Luke chapter 22, verse 50. Peter spent time smiting when he should have been submitting. Peter spent time smiting when he should have been submitting. Look at Luke 22 and verse 50. And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. You know, fighting at this point was fighting the will of God. God, all through his earthly ministry, was preparing his disciples for the time that he would die, be buried, and raise again. They didn't grasp that completely, and yet that's what the Lord taught. In fact, even in Luke chapter 22, he was teaching the fact that he was going to have to suffer. Luke 22 verse 15 says, 
And he said unto them, With desire, I desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And fighting this point uh, was fighting the will of God. And fighting at this point was only increasing frustration. And Peter, as we learn in the book of John, chapter 18, verse 10, was one who smote the ear of the servant. I actually believe he's trying to smite the head and he was taking out one of the servants and would have started taking out others and probably died in the process. But instead of accepting God's will, this was going to have to take place and submit to it, he was trying to fight it. And I find even in my life at times, I do the very same thing. Uh, this is usually our second step down in calling our faith to falter. It's weakening our faith. It's causing us to become discouraged and causing us to give up hope and faith when we don't accept God's will when it doesn't coincide with our will. Peter didn't want the Lord Jesus to die. He said that earlier. He was willing to die before he would deny the Lord. And he, what, picks up the sword. There's only two in the garden. And he goes ahead and smites off the servant's ear and he was just frustrated, not wanting this to happen, but it had to happen. In fact, when we looked at that passage just a little bit ago in Luke chapter 22, you'll notice the Lord Jesus didn't necessarily want it to happen, but it had to happen. When he prayed in the garden in verse 42, he said, Father, if thou will, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Jesus submitted, and instead, Peter smiting. Now think about that in your life today. What is something that's happening in your life today that you're angry about and you're upset about and you're frustrated about and you're fighting? You, you realize as you think about it from biblical perspective, God's allowing this in your life and this is there for a purpose, although you can't understand it. But you're smiting instead of submitting. That's a dangerous thing. That will cause your faith to falter and you don't want that to happen. But there's a third step down, and the third step is this. Peter spent time following afar off rather than close behind. You see, when Peter spent time sleeping when he should have been praying, and Peter spent time smiting when he should have been submitting, Peter now gets to the point where he spends time following afar off rather than close behind. Luke 22, verse 54 shares that with us. Then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house. Note this now. And Peter followed afar off. Why? Because God was not going to do things Peter's way. And Peter was frustrated and discouraged and angry. And so he's following now afar off rather than close behind. And in the process, of course, as we already saw, he denies the Lord, denies the Lord three times as he sits among them. Look at verse 57. It says this, chapter 22 of Luke. And he denied him, saying, woman, I know him not. Look at verse 58. And after a little while longer, he saw and said, thou art also of them. And Peter said, man, I am not. And then you'll notice as he sits among them in verse 60, and Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. And then in verse 62, and Peter went out and wept bitterly. I don't believe that Peter's faith 
failed, Jesus prayed that his faith would not fail. Remember verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. But I do believe that Peter's faith was faltering. And again, that definition of the word falter is what? It is to start to lose strength or momentum. And certainly that was happening in Peter's life. Now, what is the, what is the result of all this? Well, the result of all this is verse 32 of Luke chapter 22. We're going to have to look at this in our next podcast next week because Jesus said the rest of that verse. And when thou art converted, the idea of converted means turned around. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. So he knew that Peter's faith was not going to fail, but Peter's faith was going to falter. And he said, Peter, when that happens, I want you to turn around and I want you to learn some lessons. And I believe those lessons would parallel what we've just seen in today's lesson. Peter, I want you to be praying rather than sleeping. Peter, I want you to be submitting rather than smiting. Accept my will as painful as it is. And Peter, I want you to walk close to me rather than far behind me. And I know this has been a very humbling thing for you to go through to learn this lesson. But Peter, please learn this lesson well. Because things aren't necessarily going to get better, Peter. Things are in many ways going to get worse. And I don't want your faith to fail. So you faltered this time, but please learn from it, Peter, so that you won't falter again. And each trial and each difficulty you pass through, Lord willing, will make you stronger and a stronger testimony for the Lord. I don't know that Peter ever in the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 would have stood up and spoke like he spoke had he not gone through this humbling experience where his faith faltered. And he was able to strengthen his brethren and encourage them in the things of the Lord because of the experience that he had in this lesson today. Now we're going to see more about this in our next podcast next week. And I think it's pretty exciting to see how the Lord forgave Peter and how Peter's faith brazilly strengthened through this, faltered in the beginning, but then it becomes stronger and the Lord used him in such a mighty way. But we'll look at that in a podcast next week. So today, what do we see? We see the idea of Peter's faith faltering and we see the reason why. Smiting, well, excuse me, sleeping when he should have been praying, smiting when he should have been submitting, and then following afar off when he should have been close behind. May we learn from him so we don't have to go through a similar experience like Peter. This has been from the pastor study with Pastor Marty Macedo. You may email me at macedo, F-H-M, at gmail.com. Lord willing, we'll post another Bible study next week. But till then, remember, no matter how strong you are in your faith today, you may falter tomorrow if you do not take heed to the warnings that we learn from Peter's humbling experience. Jesus prayed for him as Satan sought to sift him as wheat, and Jesus prays for us too. Faith faltering does not equal faith failing. We'll see more about that in our podcast next week. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.